I'm Junie Felix, and this is Moving Forward, Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope and pray that you and I can encourage one another to walk by faith and to live out of love instead of fear more and more every single day. You and I, we were created to grow. Everything about human life is in some way connected to growth. And I was thinking about this because of something that my cousin recently posted on Instagram. It was actually a repost from the Sisters Couch. That's the Instagram page, Mental Health for Black Women. It was founded by a fellow warrior for wellness, Alondra Chuni. And the post says this, quote, You don't have to come out of quarantine with a new skill, your side hustle, or more knowledge. It's okay to grieve your old way of life as you learn how to navigate this new normal. This too takes energy. Now, for me and so many others, when I read this, it was a tiny little respite from all the questions I'd been asking myself about quarantine and shelter in place because like so many others, deprived of my usual way of life, I've often felt compelled to, you know, do something to personally and professionally, I guess, level up as I call it, because I'm a video gamer. Um, We're a video gaming family, but just professionally level up some kind of improvement during this time. Don't waste the time, I kept telling myself. But it's true. I'm so thankful for this post on Instagram, because there's nothing wrong with feeling the way that we're feeling at all. But it is important that we find balance so that we can stay healthy through all of this and stay sane. Uh, Last, it was a Thursday, a couple of Thursdays ago, I had decided that I would allow myself to watch at least 20 minutes of news. And I just felt so overwhelmed by the end of it. I felt overwhelmed with sadness about what's happening. I couldn't even create anything that day. I wasn't productive after I caught up on the news. I was praying continually for the first responders, which, you know, at the time, I couldn't even, you know, be thankful to God that he led me to pray. That's an amazing response. But I was praying for the families, the nation, for the world. And to be honest with you, I cried a lot. And then I finally fell asleep hard. (laughs) I needed that rest. And maybe you do too. Because we were designed to grow. And it's hard not to look for ways to grow, to improve, to gain, to level up, as I call it, because I'm a gamer. It's kind of an instinct that fuels our fast paced success seeking culture, you know, the whole pursuit of happiness trap. And it is indeed a trap. That whole mindset that has made a mess about what it really means to be human. Part of being human is to grieve when it's time to grieve, to rest when it's time to rest. We need rest and rest is an important part of growth. I've got a teenager, he's 14 and sometimes he just, he's just sleepy. He's just tired. And I allow him that because I know he's growing at an exponential rate and it's a growth spurt and he's tired. But we forget that I think as adults and that it's okay to feel sad sometimes. We forget that little by little, we're going to feel better like, better again, but we do need to rest. Now, in the Bible, there's several books written by a king who was said to be the wisest man who ever lived, and I believe it. In the third chapter of the book that he wrote called Ecclesiastes, this is King Solomon, he writes, there's an appointed time for everything, a time to be born, a time to plant, to build up, to gather, to search, to sow together, to laugh, and to speak, a time for peace, and a time for love. But there's also a time to uproot, to tear down, to be silent, to give up, the scripture says, to hate, to weep, and to mourn. Without the distraction, 
of our busy schedules, the comings and the goings. I feel like during this shelter-in-place, this whole transition that the world's in, even if you're not in a shelter-in-place state, during this turn of the page, we have a rare opportunity here to rediscover and re-experience what it really means to be human. You know, the joys of having a dance party in the living room with my son, reading out loud to one another, playing Legos in the master bedroom. That's one of my favorite things to do. Sitting outside in the sunlight and praying and reading my Bible, working out in creative ways, watching my kiddo climb the tree. And at my house, lots and lots of video games. And um, I've been working. I'm blessed to be able to say that uh, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. most days. And finally, and I took that day off, that one day that I was telling you about earlier, where I just prayed and cried. My body, my spirit, my mind just gave out and I cried and I slept. So please don't let yourself get to that place <laughs> where darkness hits you suddenly. It's not necessary. Just as the message I shared earlier said, it's okay to grieve your old way of life and learn how to navigate this new normal. This too takes energy. A time to mourn because we're not designed for constant activity. Even good and fun activities, we're not designed for constant activity. We grow through times and seasons and through rest. Just like in the way the fall, in the fall the temperature drops, the leaves turn, the blossoms fade. And then winter comes where the leaves fall, the trees look barren and the grass turns brown. Part of being human is to be respectful of how healthy growth requires a pullback for renewal and restoration. I saw a documentary recently about consumerism, where they trace the path from the Garden of Eden, or rather from agrarian culture early in human history, to the modern industrialized technology and celebrity-driven consumer mindset that so many of us are immersed in regularly. And one of the experts talked about what life was like in the 60s. This was fascinating. The hippie movement, which has always been something that I'm interested in. I love culture and I love just looking at the changes in time and humanity. But he said that the hippie movement wasn't about what many people think it was, but rather a dance where you move freely from the hips, he says, in a metaphorical sense. You move with the flow of reality, tuned into the deep undercurrents and rhythms, the flow of life. You drop out of what yields death, he says, and you embrace and turn to what gives real life. I mean, doesn't that sound wonderful to accept the rhythms of reality, the ups and the downs, to drop out of the competition and the consumption, to abandon the pursuit of happiness and to immerse yourself in the quest, the journey, as I call it, the quest for joy, everyday joy, even rejoicing in the fact that there's a time for everything, even barrenness and grieving. And yes, there are some things that we're just going to have to give up for a spell, maybe for good. And you don't have to feel guilty or as if there's something wrong with you for not trying to secure your side hustle right now as we all watch and wait and wonder what the new normal will actually be. Please join me in this. Please remember to just breathe today. My quarantine tiny habit before burnout was to watch about 20 minutes of news every day to stay on top of the situation, but I'm changing it. I am changing it to like once a week. Because it seems like it's just, you know, repetition. Nobody really knows what's going on, but I just can't handle it. So I'd get updates from people that I trust who know me well and what to share. But just using that time that I'm gaining from not catching up on the news each day for extra prayer, 
checking out, reaching, uh, checking on and reaching out to loved ones and friends, because the sadness for me is just overwhelming. And so I just hope and pray that you'll be very intentional about your times of rest as well, so that our new normal will include ongoing, healthy, loving, tiny habits for self-care as part of humanity's new normal. And the fact that when Corona passes, and it will pass, we'll all be in recovery together, blinking in the sun. And I pray ready to love and care about and care for one another as never before seen in human history. I'm praying that today you and I will be courageous enough to keep our minds fixed on Jesus, who will settle our soul and help us to move with the rhythm of reality, that we'll spend time in his word, we'll, we'll meditate on his way and his will, because his law is love and his gospel is peace. He's the author and finisher of our faith, and he promises to grant us his contagious peace, even when we're facing our deepest fears. Thank you so much for listening today to Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care. I invite you to stop by juniefelix.com for a free download of one of my event bestsellers. It's called The Gift of Sorrow. And to receive updates on the release of my upcoming project from NAV, with NAV Press, my publisher, it's called Moving Forward, Tiny Habits That Lead from Trauma to Faith.